0: Hello beautiful people and welcome to Dr. Mom is in the house. My name is Dr. Danielle Hadid and I'm a stay-at-home psychologist mom. I understand the challenges of staying sane and emotionally healthy in today's hectic and demanding world. Nowadays it's so easy to stay connected with those around us through technology and social media, but often we are most disconnected from ourselves. I'm here to share with you some tried and true counseling and psychological strategies for achieving balance, managing stress, and living towards optimal wellness. My goal with each podcast is to provide you with at least one tool or technique that you can try and apply in your everyday life as you take steps towards achieving balance and living towards your optimal wellness. So thanks for joining me and let's get to it. As a stay-at-home, work-from-home mom, truth be told, I don't have a great deal of free time. If you're someone who works full-time, I'm sure you feel me too when I say, there is always something to do at home. Some task that demands your time, be it laundry, grocery shopping, preparing meals, paying bills, putting out clothes for the next day of work or school, and all these things are important activities that must be done. But if you take a moment to think about it, these things aren't about you per se. In fact, many of my day-to-day tasks revolve around my children, husband, and home. What I mean by this is, as I explained in a previous podcast, these are vegetables of your life, the things that must get done in order for life to go on, to run smoothly. You need to eat food, you need clean clothes, you must pay bills, unfortunately. So doing these things help your world to keep on churning, but do they really help you? Who or what is the you that I'm talking about here? I'm referring here to your emotional self, that part of you that needs soothing, nurturing, that longs to be fulfilled by something, anything that will make you feel good. People feed this part of themselves in many ways through shopping or retail therapy, as some like to call it, through the endorphins created through exercise, through cooking a beautiful hearty meal and feeding the ones they love. Sometimes people engage in non-effective ways of coping with life, such as overeating or oversleeping. They seek a rush through activities such as gambling or sex. They try to get that good feeling through drinking alcohol or taking drugs. I will share honestly with you that I used to spend lots more time on social media than I would like to admit. I did this because mindlessly scrolling through people's posts and feeds seemed soothing and somewhat interesting. I came to the stark realization that my social media usage was going overboard when my handy-dandy smartphone started tracking my screen time usage. Thank you, smartphone, for showing me that I have been wasting countless precious hours of my life staring at that small screen. I turned 42 in February and am aging like fine wine, might I add. I took some time on the day of my birthday to reflect on my life, to look at where I was spending my time, where I was putting my focus and expending my energy. I faced the reality that by spending so much time on social media, I was tuning out of my own life and losing precious time with my loved ones and with myself. I was missing moments with my kids, missing out on observing the interactions between them, their laughter and daily achievements. I was fooling myself into thinking that I was relaxing or being productive while I constantly checked social media, following the lives and experiences of other people, some of whom I didn't actually even know. Now, don't get me wrong. The internet in general can be a tremendous source of information and provides avenues for learning and growth. And social media connects people and creates community across the globe. But like everything else in life, there are some downsides, too. The fields of counseling and psychology have started engaging in research to study the effects of social media on things like decision making, body image, social and sexual wellness, and academic performance. Professional organizations, such as the American Academy of Pediatrics, are looking at its impact on children, such as cyberbullying and a phenomenon called Facebook depression. In 2016, Forbes talked about how social media users responded to authenticity versus perfection. The reality is, some people present their true selves on social media, And others present the best version of their lives that they want you to see. But when you're mindlessly scrolling through your social media feeds, how are you to know the difference between what's real and what's not? What often happens is people unwittingly slip into a process of constant comparison, gauging their lives and experiences with what they see on social media. Not always do we walk away from Facebook or Instagram thinking good thoughts. Often, our impression of our own lives takes on a negative tone as we come to the conclusion that the lives of others are more exciting, more fulfilling, more fun, more prosperous, more everything than ours. So why do we do this to ourselves, people? Why aren't we using our precious time to do something more productive, more soul-soothing? Now, before I go any further, I wanted to state loud and clear but my intention here is not to criticize how anyone spends their free time. My role here is not to judge, only to offer possibilities for how you might be able to get in touch with what you are really needing so that you can engage in experiences that provide a greater sense of fulfillment and wellness in your life. With that goal in mind, since my birthday, I've been looking for things that I could do during my few and far between free moments that would be a better use of my precious time. I looked to things that would allow me to reconnect with myself. This had to start with me putting down my phone. Then I asked myself the question, what would make me feel good? I thought about how much I enjoyed putting together art projects for my kids and taking over when they lost interest. So I pulled out some adult colouring books that I bought at a conference many years ago. I found a box of colour pencils and spent 20 minutes colouring. It was glorious. It fed my soul and cleared my head. And at the end of it all, I had a pretty picture that made me feel kind of proud. Cleveland Clinic posted an article in 2015 describing some of the benefits of adult colouring. They likened this activity to a meditative state that allowed the brain to relax by focusing not on the self, but on the repetitive in the moment activity. Also, because coloring is what they call a low stakes activity, whether it's done right or wrong doesn't matter. It's all about being present in the moment, making simple choices such as what color to use next and creating something beautiful through those simple choices and actions. Now, adult coloring may not be for you, and that's okay. It's all about finding the activity or pastime that fits best. So I invite you today to think about how you could use those few precious free moments to do something that energizes and grounds you, that soothes your soul and makes you feel good. Close your eyes for a moment, take a deep, soothing breath in, and then a cleansing breath breath out. Do that a couple times. As your mind starts to quiet, imagine that you are standing in a room with five minutes to spare. What pops into your head as the thing you want to do? Don't judge whatever comes to mind. Just let it flow into your consciousness five, or even ten, or maybe fifteen minutes that are all about you and what you want to do. Do you have that vision in your mind? Give it a minute to percolate and take shape. Do you see it? Now allow your thoughts to drift to what you might feel like if you are actively engaged in that experience. Do you feel relaxed? energized, fulfilled, at peace. This is the thing that you need to do whenever you have a precious few moments to yourself. So this is where your smartphone can be a huge help because there is literally an app for everything these days. If meditation is something you envisioned or are interested in, or better yet, a practice you thrive on, you can download an app to help you do that. There are some that offer short timed meditations or guided meditation experiences. How else can you use that handy-dandy smartphone to help you achieve wellness and true relaxation? Load it up with your favorite songs. Download a book you're interested in reading. Sign up to receive motivational affirmations or spiritual readings. Remember to think here about anything that you can add to your phone, to your life, and day-to-day functioning that will add to your sense of wellness, joy, and fulfillment. And let's not forget the tremendous health and spiritual benefits of spending a few minutes in nature. Deepak Chopra includes nature in his six pillars. He suggests that spending a few quiet moments outside whenever possible can help you tremendously. Step outside into the sun. Feel the breeze on your face. Listen to the rustling of the trees or the birds as they fly by. Take off your shoes and feel the grass or concrete under your feet. This easy exercise will help you to feel grounded, quite literally, but will also help you connect with the world around you, with your nurturing breath and gives you the chance to reconnect with your inner voice and feelings. As I close today, I wanna share with you an unexpected side effect of my coloring that first day. My kids thought it was the most interesting thing that mama was coloring. They actually were a little jealous of my coloring book and huge box of colored pencils. They begged to join in and I invited them to choose the colors I would use and where I would color next. We chatted while we did this and it dawned on me that by putting down my phone and tuning into myself into an activity that brought me joy, I was connecting with my kids too and sharing precious moments with them. And that's what it was all about. Hopefully, what I've shared about today has helped expand your perspective on how to better use your precious spare moments in an effort to get reconnected with yourself and engage in achieving overall well-being. So give one of these a try or figure out what activity fits best for you as you go forward into the rest of your day into tomorrow, and the next day, and the next. Before I wrap up today's episode, I'm excited to share with you that I will be launching a YouTube channel next week. The name of it, as you might have guessed, is Dr. Mom is in the House, I Get Asked A Lot. I will be covering questions and topics that I have been frequently asked about as a mom and psychologist. So check that out, and I hope you find that information helpful. For now, Be well, beautiful people. And remember, if you need any additional help and support, be sure to connect with a local counselor or psychologist. Until next time.